Welcome to Single for Life, a podcast hosted by Ryan Larson and John Graff. Yeah, and so so we're getting in the cars. Like I hop in the car, and then they're like, um, "Actually, it's a rule that all suspects need to be cuffed, <laughs> handcuffed. No, they ride in the squad car." Dang it. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Single for Life. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. Uh, this week we have Ethan with us and Ryan as always. Yes, Ryan as always. And yes, Ethan, he is, what should we say about Ethan? Um, a little on the short side, 5'9", right? I don't know. 5'9", yeah, six pack, and... Um, great hair. Great hair. It's <laughs> <laughs> the second time in a row I've made comments about another... Guy's physical appearance yeah. on this episode. <laughs> At least this time you're not oogling over his biceps. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Anyways, but yeah, so Ethan's going to be telling us an awesome story today about one of his shenanigans slash dates. We'll tie them in together. Um, when he was here his freshman year. So, Ethan, um, how, how should we start this story? Like, I believe, I mean, well, give us your bio. So, like, where are you from? Um, How many girls have you kissed? <laughs> so I'm from Minnesota. I grew up in Minnesota. Um, my family lives in Texas now. You don't have to say how many girls you've actually kissed. If you don't want to. <laughs> I've kissed like one, two, three, like 15, 18. <laughs> Gosh, 15. Dang it. No, I'm just kidding. I wish. <laughs> Carry the 100, probably like 10,000. I don't know. Dang it. Like most guys in pro. But no, you're a good man. You're a good man. But anyways, yeah, so, and then you just got back from a mission, um, I know that we served together, so it's super dope, and then your freshman year, that would have been like, what, two years ago, way pre-pandemic? That's right, two years ago, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, what did you, what did you do your, your freshman year that was just so obnoxious that we're interviewing you for? <laughs> well, you know, I wish it was a date story, but I'm hoping after the exposure from your guys' podcast, I'll have some more of those in the future. Wait, wait, wait this isn't a date story? It's not a date story. I'm Wait, sorry. why are we having you on this? <laughs> I don't know. You told us it's a date story. Wait, this is awkward. Oh, shoot. <laughs> All right, tell us it anyway. We'll make it a date story somehow. <laughs> um, well, okay, freshman year, um, BYU. I had a roommate. Um, this was fall semester, so this was like November, December of fall semester. So my roommate, he heard from some friends. He heard some rumors around campus that um, some of the, the golf carts, like the maintenance maintenance golf carts like at heritage halls could be started with any key like they could be started with a screwdriver with a mail key with your thumb like whatever like you could you could start them up a really long fingernail <laughs> exactly exactly um and so we, we lived in heritage halls we lived in the building farthest from campus like right in the corner like right across from the mtc i think i went to efy in that building yeah yeah uh-huh right there like across from the church building like on ninth street so Anyway, so oftentimes we would walk across campus to the Richards building to play basketball in the evenings, which is like probably like a 20 minute walk. Like it's literally across campus. So and elevation. Exactly. Yeah, it is bad. And it was the winter. Bad. So oof. So how did you solve this problem <laughs> of having to walk 20 minutes? Um, so one day we're walking past these maintenance golf carts and um, we decided to. We decided to start one up. Sure enough, it, it started, so we drove it to the RB to play <laughs> basketball. <laughs> Dang, I haven't, like, noticed, like, bat an eye. <laughs> no, honestly, like, nobody nobody ever bat an eye. Like, um, we weren't, like, driving it recklessly or anything. We weren't destroying or damaging property. So, like, everybody just figured that we were 
somehow authorized to be driving these golf carts around. Did you have like a like a, a reflector vest on? No, I wish we did. It's just basketball shorts, like, let's go, boys. Exactly, yeah. Honestly, BYU students are so gullible. I read a story in the Herald about a guy that pulled up to um, the MOA in a U-Haul and stole, and stole, like, four grand pianos with students' help. I also read that same, or heard about that same thing, so... There is a second witness. <laughs> so you can do anything you want. Exactly. You're just like confident at BYU. Okay. Exactly, exactly. So you're riding these golf carts around. Yeah, so yeah. so this is something we started, like, this was like such a great discovery. This is something we, we probably did this for about three or four months. Also, side note, if anyone from the Honor Code office is listening to this, oh, um, preface, he has repented. I've repented. Um, I regret my actions. I don't condone my actions. I don't support stealing campus golf carts. I just wanted to get that out on the record um, before we go any farther with the story. But anyway, so we, we take the golf carts around campus. Um, super convenient, super nice. Um, and then probably, this is probably like three or four months later, one morning we wake up and our roommate knocks on the door, probably around like 7 a.m. And he's like, hey guys, the police are here. And they said, they want to talk to you. <laughs> no. and, and we're like, we're like, shut up, bro. Like, At 7 a.m.? Yeah, it was like 7.30, like something like that, like super early in the morning. That's like, way we, we, were, we were asleep. <laughs> and so we're like, shut up, dude. Like, let us go back to sleep. And he's like, no, seriously, like the cops are here for you. My roommate and I look, my roommate and I look at each other. We, we both know, like why they're there we know what there wasn't anything is. else that was sketchy you were doing yeah it was about the golf we, cart. we both knew what was up so we get up we put some shorts on we walk into the living room sure enough two byu police are <laughs> standing in our living room <laughs> oh. and you know we totally complied with them we we're totally nice to them like we told them like you know it, we know why you're here like it was us they asked us a bunch of questions honestly um they they didn't treat us super well like they they were not they were not super nice. Well, I could see why not. Like, how long did you guys use the golf cart like every single day? Uh, I don't know if I would say every day, but we used it multiple times a week for sure. <laughs> Wait, for like how, how long? Um, it was like three months. Three, right? three or four months, something like that. No way. So then you would, would you grab it from the same spot and then repark it? Or like, what did you? So we started parking it like right outside of our apartment. And <laughs> like in a parking spot? Like, yeah, and like in a parking spot. And sometimes like the maintenance people would take it back where it belonged. So we started parking it like across the street, like in the church parking lot. Like, <laughs> like in the back behind the church, if you guys know like where that church is like across from Heritage Hall. Gosh dang it. That way like, because you know, it was kind of a hassle to walk back to the maintenance spot to go. Right. Steal it again. <laughs> so was it an electric or gas? It was a gas. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So whenever you needed to fill up, you just like leave it somewhere where yeah, a maintenance person would pick yeah, it up. Yeah, we we ne- we never had any problems with that. Like it was a, it was always filled. All right. So you would just park it kind of wherever you wanted, um, and then you know take it out for a joyride every once in a while, and you just for months. Well, I wouldn't say it was a joyride. We were we were just getting were from point. We were getting from point A to point B. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Dang, this is why BYU needs more car parking. <laughs> That's why exactly. You need <laughs> exactly. All right, so the cops show up at 7.30 so, in your apartment. Yeah, so the cops show, show up. Um, we're talking to them. They're asking us questions about the golf carts and how we t- took them and how long we've been doing it and everything like that. You know, I have to say, this is probably like a super big deal for the BYU police. Because oh, yeah. They're BYU police. Like, well, like what... 
real stuff they have to deal with. Almost uh, nothing telling people to be quiet in the library. I know there was our freshman year, at least there was a lot of like it was BYU security. I guess they would mm-hmm. always come to our study room. The and be only like, thing I've seen BYU down. police actually do is like between the passing periods of like nine fifty and ten o'clock, they're out walking around making sure people aren't riding their bikes. Hey, but, that's a big service to the community <laughs> out there. Okay. <laughs> We're not anti-cop, I promise. We're I, just, <laughs> I think this is one of the biggest cases that the BYU police have cracked in years. So they, they probably did some investigative work. I'm, like, not, I'm not making this up. One of the cops was like, Steve back in the station's been putting in hours over, <laughs> overtime trying to catch you guys. They called, us, they called it the White Whale. No, there's a name for it. They called it the White Whale. And honestly, I don't know how they didn't catch us like sooner, but we just assumed, because we had been doing it so long, Like after a couple months, we're like, Okay, if they haven't caught us yet, like they're, they're probably gonna never going to catch us. They don't care. Exactly, and so <laughs> we were we were like never really too worried about it. Um, but it finally happened. And so what happened? Like they show up and they talk to you, or what? So they showed up, they talked to us, and they're like, "We're we're going to need you guys to fill out some paperwork back at the station." <laughs> and so we're like, "Okay, this is ridiculous, but whatever." So we we walk outside with them. We're we're getting into their cars. They didn't yeah, make you get in the golf station. carts. Well, I wish. <laughs> they're like, they're like, actually, it's behind the church. We that. <laughs> so they legit cuff both of us behind the back, and then like they each have their own car, so they put us in separate cars. No. <laughs> so we ride back to the the BYU police station, which is at the JSB, like in the middle of campus, and so they park like right behind the JSB. I'm assuming we're gonna get out of the car and they're gonna take the handcuffs off like right away. Psych. They walk us into the JSB, like, this is at, like, 8 or 9 a.m., like, right on the hour, like, when everyone's walking to class. All these poor freshmen are like, man, what do these kids do? <laughs> so we, we're literally being walked into the police station, like, handcuffed behind the back in front of a bunch of kids walking to class. <laughs> it was humiliating. Kids are, like, laughing at us and, like, taking videos of us. And... Anyway, they so they bring us into the station and they put us in these like interrogation rooms, like these like soundproof rooms, oh and they gosh. put like a piece of paper and a pen in front of us, and they're like, um, "All right, we need you to write a statement." So like, I had to write a statement. I don't even remember what I wrote, but we were in there for like probably over an hour until they finally let us go, and like we're walking out, and one of the cops is like, "He's like, good luck." He's like, "You don't know, you don't know how much." paperwork like you've made me do because of this he's like good luck getting a job with <laughs> this mark of dishonesty on <laughs> no. oh my god and so like they had like they set up like a court date and everything we're being charged with a class b misdemeanor a $500 fine and six months probation no oh my so, so you couldn't you couldn't like do meth for six months or something like that exactly right? yeah. <laughs> like do meth what <laughs> bro i don't know he's on probation what Putting a member of the church on probation, yeah. what does that even mean? That's a good point. <laughs> it was a long six months without meth. <laughs> Did you come out of the police station with a tattoo also? <laughs> yes. Yeah, a nice stick and poke uh-huh. from one of the current the, the, the inmates in there? Uh-huh, yeah, and a do-rag, too. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, dang it. Gosh, man. So, so you had to go to court. Yeah, so I went to court, like, three or four times. Like, we were trying to fight it. Um, we have, like, a family friend that's a justice attorney in Provo, and he was like, this is ridiculous, like, what you guys are being charged for, for what you did. Like, you're just a couple of 18-year-olds, like, mm, just that dumb. made a stupid mistake. <laughs> like, it was it was dumb. Like, it was a stupid mistake. Um, so, anyway, and also at the same time, like, I was, like, uh, filling out my mission papers. <sighs> and so, like, we had called the mission department, and we're like, 
asked them about it and they're like, yeah, as long as like your probation ends or as long as your availability date is like after your probation ends, like you'll be fine. So oh, I, I guess like, that okay. would be an issue with probation then. Right. And so I was like, okay, I can still submit my papers. And so like I was in the process of submitting my papers, like I'm in the process of going to court and like we weren't able to, we were not able to get the charges lowered at all, which was absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> like the prosecutor would not budge whatsoever. Um, BYU hires a prosecutor for this. What the fuck? No, it was probably just a, a student. At the, uh, the apparently, it was some like former BYU basketball player who was like trying to uphold the Lord's University oh, or, or something ridiculous. <laughs> Wait, it so dang, that's freaking crazy! I can't believe that. Well, I guess you got out of it since you're back at BYU and I'm uh, back. So yeah, I had actually had to go meet like with the honor code office once, which scared me like super bad. I thought they only dealt with like sexual harassment and stuff. And that's like what that. I thought, but no, like, they, this. this and it was a few months after it happened, so, like, I wasn't even thinking about it. And then, like, I got a message from the honor code office, and, like, they made me go up there. And, like, obviously, they had been, like, investigating it because, like, this guy had, like, all the details. And he was, like, it was crazy. Man. He was, like, you need to tell me the story in all honesty because he's, like, because I'm going to be, like, fact-checking you. <laughs> so, after that story... um can we tie it into a dating story? Did you ever take a girl for a joyride in your golf cart? <laughs> no, I wish I did, though, because I feel like that'd be like a huge chick magnet. Don't you think? <laughs> I mean, I stole you, this golf cart. Do you want to ride around in it? You can also <laughs> say that, like, I mean, you're like a convicted felon, right? Like, right. I mean. If any of you ladies like bad boys. like <laughs> <laughs> Coming from the guys only kiss three girls. What a man. <laughs> he has no, a few I'm, teardrop tattoos also. I can see him, right? <laughs> Dang, that's so funny. Freak Ethan, thank you so much for coming and telling us that dope oh, story. You guys. I think thank that's you super, guys. that is um, definitely inconsistent with how I view you, but um, <laughs> hopefully that gives you an edge on the mutual tag. You can, I don't see, I, don't, I haven't seen a mutual tag for convicted felon yet. Uh, arrested by the BYU police. I've never thought about, about putting that in my bio, but I think that'd be a good idea. Yeah, put that as your bio. Arrested <laughs> by the BYU Swipe police. Swipe up if you want to find out how I sold a golf cart and then oh, got arrested for it. That's a game changer, actually. There you go. But, Dang, Ethan. Well, it was good to talk to you a little bit. Hey, do you have any friends or, I don't know, buddies who are also in the golf cart with you who you think we could have on our podcast sometime? <laughs> um, maybe. I'll, I'll, have to, I'll have to talk to him and ask him. What's his name? The other guy that was with you? His name's Max. Max. We have Max and Ethan, the two bad boys at BYU. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, man. Okay, well, Max, we're going to come talk to you sometime. Uh, the rest of y'all, have a great week. We'll see you next week.